Question. Yeah. Do you think if a Navy SEAL stubs their toe, they would react? Which toe? Big toe. Big mama. Hard stub slash standard stub on the big big boy. Do you think they would react? Yeah. So you reckon the only pain they cannot withstand is a toe stubbing? Probably. Can it? I don't think anyone could withstand that. Masses of pain in their minds, and you think that's going to bring them undone? Do, what, do you not? Think do you reckon react? that's why they train so hard, is so that when they like going through houses, they don't stub their toe and like give away their position? Do you reckon that's what it is? That's why they have to train so hard, is because they're like, all right, don't bang anything, because it doesn't matter how hard you go. If you stub your toe, mission's over. Well, you could you could crumble a six month operation with a singular stub toe. Well, that's what I'm thinking now. That's what I'm thinking. It's all about. Well, maybe they could withstand it then. I don't know. Well, I don't think so. Any, you don't think they could withstand the toe stub? Well, I don't know. I think it's a pretty a pretty natural. Any Navy SEALs who are listeners by chance, ring in. Let us know when's the last time you stubbed your toe, and did you react? What was the level of wince? What was the level of pain? We need a windsometer. Windsometer. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Alright, what's up nerds? Welcome back to the Barflies Podcast, episode 49 today, joined always by my good friend, comrade, Alexander Russell. Uh, a stunning Monday afternoon, I might say. Uh, you know, spring is on the horizon. It's blossoming, if you will, pardon the pun. And I'm excited. You know, this weather has got me up and about. It's got me toey for the months to come. Um... Been going to the beach a little bit more recently. Yeah. Going for swims, getting back into it. Um, I'm ready. I'm pumped. It's spring has not yet sprung, but you know, as you've It's on as, the cast. It's definitely it's on the horizon. Yeah. Um the shorts are out, you know My short I've got shorts on. Pins are resurfacing around <laughs> the nation this Pin, week. pins and guns. Pins and guns <laughs> out in f- a shot of force. Well, what's your pin situation looking like <laughs> after six months indoors? Well and a broken foot. Pin's actually all right. I thought I'd get a lopsided calf, um, you know, but they've actually, they've done quite well to bounce back. So no, there's no, no, not too much reduction going on there. My, my pin situation is always a situation. It will never not be a situation. You well, see those pins in all their glory and you're like, that's a situation there. Yeah. Look, I'm, I'm not, I'm thinking, is shaving your legs play on? For non for like non sport or like reasons, if you like need to shave your legs for something, you just want to do it. But like, if you're a dude, is it like normal just to shave your legs? Like Would it be considered to? uncouth to rock the bald well, like, eagled calves? Like, I don't, I don't see why it would be a problem. But I've just never, I just thought of it. I'm like, what if I just shave my legs? I'm like, but is that you don't see it very often? But I feel like when you do see it, you're like, he shaves his legs. But you notice it. You notice. But you it. don't care. But you don't care. Yeah. Well, it depends. If you don't care about people not caring about your shaved legs, then who cares? Do you know what I mean? That's a great point. 
That's an excellent point. Maybe I'll do it. And I will say this, like, and I don't mean this as a dig, but you're not like the hairiest bloke ever. No. So I feel like you could get away with it. Well, yeah. I'm also not the hairiest bloke ever, but I'm not not hairy. True. Um, um, I feel like if my I shave my legs, it would be a I don't even remember what your legs look like. I haven't seen them in that long. No, the, the, oh, there you go. Situation. There you see you what go. I'm saying? Yeah, okay. It's actually been that long since I've seen the pins that I forgot, I forgot they, look they look like. Can I just add, in those khaki cargo pants, when you said comrade, it kind of hit a bit different <laughs> today. Did I it? really felt the comrade there. Yeah. I thought you were going to put a bit of an accent on it as well. Um, really robed you into the app? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's what I've been planning for. Yeah. <laughs> Giving off some serious um, Soviet, Soviet, Soviet vibes. <laughs> That's not necessarily what I was going for, but I'm happy to run with it. Yeah, I just realised that as you said it, and then kind of clicked for me. Mm. You know, uh, spring and autumn, I'll say, are slept on as months. You know, they they kind of get swept under the rug in the in the transition phase between I, winter and summer. I would have to disagree. I reckon spring gets a it's a fair bit of showtime, but it's definitely behind summer and winter still. Oh, e- everything's behind summer. But like they're just like the two biggest seasons. But like I feel like people, I feel like spring gets its gets a bit of fair, fair bit of air time. Gets a wrap. It gets a bit of air time. I would say autumn maybe is the most underrated. Like if you're going to talk, if you're going to rate them, mm. as in what one gets recognised the most. I think they're the best. They're the best months because it's like it's not too hot and it's not too cold. Mm. And like, I feel like especially spring, like there's just excitement in the air. Whether yeah. you like it or not, that's and like, true. especially when daylight saving starts again, Ooh, and like that's things probably heat up. things that, heat up, things yeah, heat up. No yeah. pun intended. No, that's that's where we start to get into our work, Absolutely. and and I'll probably talk about it every week on the podcast for like five weeks in a row because I love daylight savings. I love the heat. I actually really like so I like when it's hot. I just don't like the humidity, but mm. I like when it's humid. You'd be like, oh, this is scat. But when it's like that hot, dry heat. I froth it. I well, love that. by all reports, El Nino is coming back. Coming back. But yeah, when when you get those like thirty plus days, but it's just like dry heat, and I'm there for that, hundred percent. I love that. We'll wrap that up. Uh, living in a in a west terrace house, however, how's the ventilation? Ventilation not good. Mm. Um, you'll notice today as we walked back in how cold it is in here, as opposed to outside. Mm. It traps the cold and it traps the heat. So like, it's Let's say it's really hot during the day. At night, it's just like, it's disgusting in here. Really? Like even, I suppose, like on the beaches, because you are near, nearer to the coast as well. But, oh, mate, like me and Kane, we've been talking about it because we're like G'd up for summer. But at the same time, it's like, just get. I'm not going to sleep for like six months. Mm. So. Well, we've got aircon. Must be nice at my house. Yeah, I know. that's a real um, luxury. But, mate, that thing comes on. And the best part about the aircon. Turn it on, close the door, go and do whatever you got to do, come back and it's like you walk, you get like a fresh, cool blast as you walk in and it is top 10, top mm. 10 sensation. Yeah, it's up there. Yeah. It's up there. And I'm just keen to go back to the beach. I, I still haven't found time for a, for a swim. Yeah. Um, probably, I might have gone this morning, but you know, obviously you did. We have things to do. That's true. That's true. Um, just generally though, the month of August... Is just the most nothing doing month. Like, is it? Does it come after? Well, February's obviously first. No. Yeah, oh, dude. Do you remember February? We had a. We just talked about 
for like episodes how there was nothing happening. Yeah. It's right after the cricket finishes and before the footy starts. So there's literally nothing doing. But it's kind of like still summer so that you can still do things. There's still things on. But I mean like in terms of even social stuff happening, like I know we, like people have like we've got a birthday we're going to, which would be fun. But I mean apart from that, nothing really ha- nothing really happens of note in August. No. It's really just like a it's just it's just in there. It's just in the mix. Mm. But it's just oh. Yeah. yeah. I could see that. It's last month of winter, we're really kicking home now. Yep. What have we got? Eight days? Eight days. Eight, nine and days. Pff, not long to Christmas. Don't say that. Not long to Christmas. Mate. We're still in the middle third of the year. That's true. Shout out to Corey Parker. That's true. Um <laughs> What? You know Corey Parker always says the middle third. <laughs> no. Oh of the game. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Sorry, it's all right. Um, but what was what did you do this week? Just to just a quick catch up for the listeners and myself. Um, anything of not note? not heaps. Um, obviously, uh, so what do I do Friday? It's good. Like I don't know. I just seem to hang out with whoever has a day off. Yeah. So yeah, just you know, went and got lunch, couple beers, Yubiyori. then just works worked every night. I, I honestly don't have anything that exciting to report. So Sunday night, yesterday I finished at like, I finished at six. So I still had a fair bit, fair bit of time on the weekend. Mm. Uh, me and Jared were just standing outside the union, basically calling our entire phone contact list just to get a third person to come to the pub. <laughs> um, we managed to get four. So there was, That's pretty good effort. Yeah. It what was time the entire was house. What time is it? We just took the weakest link in the house. Oh, okay. And then... Who was that? Chelsea. Yep. And then Blav, Jodes, and and Maycalf all came as well. The whole gang. The whole whole gang. gang. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You beauty. Um, So that was good. Um, Nice little social outing before, you know, today's my Saturday morning as we discussed last week, so... It's my Sunday. You got work tomorrow? Correct. Did you have work off yesterday? No, I worked yesterday. Oh, yeah, you had one day. Yeah. Well, the grind never stops. I'm, I'm hustling. I'm hustling. How's your weekend? Well, I similar to you, I just worked, worked all weekend, trying to sh- shave a bit of money. You know, of course, got got that Melbourne trip as I've said yes, coming up. Yes, so yes. it should be saving for that. Ryan um, was saying to me, which you also kind of mentioned, but he was saying the two top teams are both Melbourne teams. So there's like yes. they're going to be two home finals that yeah. week, right? So like the AFL Who's and top demons and who demons and Geelong. Oh, okay. So, so they have the same final. Well, the NRL actually copied their final system. Um, and I was actually looking at it because at one point it would have been those two and then Collingwood also looking like they were going to come fifth at one point. And um, Richmond were looking like they were going to come eighth a couple of weeks ago. And when I was looking at the teams and the games that would be on. What's Richmond got coming eighth got to do with anything? Getting there. Sorry. Just let me finish, would you? Yes, um, and so those two teams have like, it's like a massive rivalry, Collingwood and Richmond. And like they both have really big fan bases. So that game's atmosphere, if you were to go to see like a proper Melbourne derby, right? that would be the one you would go see. Okay. Do you know what I mean? I'm with you. You, you got me now? I was just 10 you just seconds kinda, too early. Yeah, you, you got, as I was, you know, I was getting there, mate. I was I'm excited. There. I can't help. Yeah, that's right. That's okay. I forgive you. Uh, alas... That's not the case, but Collingwood did come third, I think. So I think it's Geelong, Collingwood, and then also uh, Melbourne, Sydney are the two finals in Melbourne. Oh, Sydney came fourth, did they? Third. 
you just said Collingwood came third. And oh, no, so they came fourth. So it'll be Melbourne, Collingwood, and Sydney, Geelong. One place four, two plays No, three. no, sorry. Melbourne came second. Oh, Geelong gotcha. came first. Okay. My bad. Apologies. My bad, listeners and viewers. Uh, so he came for that. But yeah, so just trying to pick up a bit of extra extra cash. And it's been nice, to be fair. Haven't went out the last two weekends. It's been nice not getting on the beers for a little bit. Feeling a bit more sharp upstairs? A bit more sharp, a bit more refreshed, a bit more energised. Mm. It's good. I like it. And it's good when you have a weekend coming up like we do next weekend. Yeah. Uh, friend of the show, Amelia. Yep. Having a farm party exactly. in Newey, so that'll be good. Mm-hmm. The lads will be ripped and tear. Do you have your cowboy hat yet, mate? We discussed. No, I do not either. There's a there's a party shop near where I work, so I'm going to go there. Smart tomorrow, smart maybe, man. Before I start, yeah, I need to grab well, on Wednesday. Too. Sorry, I need to grab on too. Um, yeah, I had something to say then. Oh yeah, AFL by the way seems to like. I don't know if it's just because of my circumstances and and where I'm living now. Um, but it seems to be making more, like more of a, more of a racket in the Sydney scene than it than it has in the past. I, again, I don't know if it, maybe that's just my circumstances, and for me, it's now become more prominent prominent in my life. But yeah. it, like the court, the courty on King Street, yeah. that's an AFL pub, and like you'd be shot on the northern beaches for asking to put the AFL on. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, wouldn't happen. You'd it be wouldn't shot. happen. And at the union as well, it's all AFL. Um, last night, two idiots came in mm. vis-a-vis the, the pub roaches. Yeah. Asked me to turn the rugby league off. Absolute fucking fools, mate. Dogs. Yeah. Uh, Raiders, Newcastle, one of the great games yep. that I missed because Jared and Ryan wanted to watch the Swans. Dicks. Didn't even watch the whole game. Idiots. What grubs. Absolute grubs. But uh, yeah, it's interesting. I, I've kind of like, I guess because I have been forced to watch it at work so much, I'm like not just turning my nose at, up at it as right. much as I used to. Interest is peaking. Interest peaking. It is, to be fair, I would rather watch an AFL game live than an NRL game live. Because in the AFL, the ball's always in motion. I feel like NRL is better to watch on TV, but AFL is better live. I stand by that statement. Suncourt Stadium. I stand. St. George, Brisbane. I stand by You'd I rather go watch the Swans than your own team play at Suncorp. Yeah, but they don't play at Suncorp. But I'm saying I think it's a be- I, it's a better game to watch live because there's more. It's more expansive. Like there's so much to look at when I know, you're playing. I I hear you. I just think that if it was the Dragons playing an important game, you would still rather go and watch them than. Yeah, probably. But I'm saying on from what I've seen on average games I've already watched, mm. I've enjoyed watching AFL the best. Right. Okay. I, I, I hear you and I hear that AFL is unreal to watch live. Mm. I still just for me, from what you're telling me, I still think your interest in rugby league outweighs your interest in live AFL. Oh, it does. It does. I'm more interested in the outcome of the NRL games, but I, I feel I like the this the setting and watching the game live of AFL. So Saturday night, you've got two groups of friends, four let's say four mates going to the AFL, four mates going to the NRL. And they're going to watch it at Parramatta like stadium, like a good stadium, not at the not at the SFS or yeah, no, sorry, not SFS, ANZ, whatever it's called, Accor Stadium. Um, I'd probably go. I'd probably go watch the AFL. Really? Also, because the SCG is sick. Yeah. And no disrespect to Parramatta, but I don't want to go. Or, like that's way further for me to get to than the SCG. Okay. Sure. Do you know? Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. I'm trying to. I was trying to unfold you, but I couldn't. See that. Beast, mate. Um, yeah. 
Yeah. That's about it for my That's weekend. A, yeah, we had a pretty two quiet week, so we nothing really too much too much exciting. Like we said, August, nothing doing. Bit more of a yarn next Monday, probably. Yeah, there should be more to talk about, but we're a bit yarnless today. Are you going to work on Sunday next week? No, you I don't know Saturday that. and Sunday. Yeah, correct. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've got a double before, but that won't stop. I'm on Friday night, but then. Well, you just got to think you're working because you've got. Something coming up, yeah, exactly. And you'll be, you know, that money will be worth it, you know. Yeah, I'll be, I'll be fucking ripping, mate. Um, ooh. let's get into, let's go conspiracy. Let's jump into it. You want to get into it? This is actually a kind of interesting one, and this is, uh, probably a, like a pretty modern conspiracy theory. One might say, like, it's only kind of been formed in the last, uh, five ten years, or five years, I should say. Again, disclaimer. We're just deciphering, discussing, taking the piss out of these conspiracies. We don't actually believe this stuff. Yeah. Right? This is not – we're not sh- we're not sharing it with the intent of creating new followers. Yeah. Let's just say that's gotcha. a disclaimer. Um, so this week, of course, the Conspiracy Theory Series back for Barflies Trivia. This week, Q Anon. Do you know – but without looking – what do you think this is? I have no idea what this is. It you, sounds like some conspiracy theory that's that stemmed from Reddit. Because like questions <laughs> anonymous or something. I don't know. I thought you were just going to say, oh, it sounds like a conspiracy theory. <laughs> no, it's like, yeah, on the nose, mate. Yeah, well done. Yeah, yeah. yeah it is. Yeah, smash that. How did you know that? That's I don't know. It sounds like some dark, twisted, like, um, uh, fuck, what's that group called that's kind of explored in that Mr. Robot TV show? That's oh. the, that uh, operate on the dark evil web. court. Yeah, what something it, like that. Yeah, it does have a good name. I will say, out of all the conspiracies, usually they like they've like the one last week. Like dark, like they've got some random name. The dark fleet. Yeah, but the dark. It's not just dark fleet. That's the short name for it. But it's like got like a sentence. They all kind of have weird names. This one just has a a good one. It sounds kind of it intrigues you. Okay, well lay it on me. Um, okay, Us, I shall say. So QAnon, conspiracy theory originating on forum posts from the website uh, 4chan in October 2017. I actually... Well, I was kind of right there. kind of right. What, like 4chan, I don't know how anything's ever got successful from 4chan. What is 4chan? It's just like some kind of like, I thought it was just like a meme page or like a, re- like a reddity meme page. Like I don't know what it is, but it sound, I've, I've just looked at it always and just thought that just looks kind of dodgy and shit. Okay. But alas, here we go. Um, The conspiracy theory believes that US President Donald Trump or former US President Donald Trump was waging a secret war against a cabal of satanic cannibalistic pedophiles within Hollywood, certain religious sectors, the Democratic Party and the so-called deep state within the United States government. That's like in essence. Okay. So instead of Trump, this, this, yeah. That's make of that what you will. Okay, yeah. sure. I'm not going to like form an opinion or anything on this, but yeah, un- unpack this for me. <laughs> it's a bit nuts. Yeah, it's full on. Um, you throw around some pretty hot buzzwords. Yeah, there's some. Um, it really Cannibal, like dis- pedophile. Dis- disclaimer today, very important. All right, <laughs> this is we don't. This is not. All right. <laughs> um. So ultimately, what it is is like he's undergoing in this war against you know. The cabal, cabal, and ultimately this war would um, kind of end and culminate in the storm 
where Trump would finally unmask the cabal and punish the members for their crimes and restore America to greatness. Okay. So it's kind of like Trump v. evil sure. kind of thing. And, and it really started as Trump kind of started coming up through all that, like the political, the political rank, if you yeah. will. Um, all this kind of took off. Sure. Uh, and it's a bit coincidental if you ask me, but it's kind of a crazy conspiracy. You're trying to just like make out. Like it's just Trump's fighting all this just like. Just, yeah, that's like the whole like clean out the swamp, blah, blah, blah kind of stuff was about this. Yeah, yeah, gotcha. This is a crazy thing about this. So this sounds quite outlandish like most of them do. Mm. Um, But a poll by NPR and Ipsos, a data company in America, found that 17% of Americans believed that the core falsehood of QAnon, that a group of Satan-worshipping elites who run a child sex ring and trying to control our politics and media was indeed true. 17%. That's what they their findings said. Wow. That's a lot. How many people live in America? Like 300 million? Yeah. That's, what, 50 million people or something? Yeah. That's a lot. Believe that. <laughs> That's double of That's Australia. Believe that. Yeah. It's crazy that so many people can, yeah. Anyway. Why is it? What is it with, like, America and just, like, general distrust for, like, anything? Like, they all carry guns because they're all like, yeah, we need it to protect ourselves from the government. Like, all this stuff all starts in America. Like, all these conspiracies we've been reading is all, like, lizard people, dark fleet, you know? Yeah. Like, what's what's doing? I don't know. I feel like someone more knowledgeable would be able to answer your question now. But you're right. There definitely does seem to be, like, a... The common theme that we've seen is just, like, general distrust has, like, grown... These conspiracies, yeah, for sure, for sure. I think there's a general distrust in the government, like wherever you go in the world. But that's like true, but you know, like you don't see like them making this kind of stuff up. Have like Scomo, yeah. like Albo, yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. <laughs> this doesn't really happen. Well, Scomo, you know, doing anything productive is yeah. kind of hard to believe. That's so true. Him fighting all of the world's evil yeah. <laughs> is simply not a believable conspiracy. He'd probably go off to Hawaii instead. <laughs> um, but yeah, I just thought that was strange. I, no, I know what you mean. Though. I'm not meaning to like shut you down there. No. It's, it's generally like a bit bizarre. Yeah. I just like find... There's a lot of things about America that's quite bizarre. Like it just... I, f- I feel like obviously not all Americans kind of believe this and kind of have like weird, weird beliefs. Like I feel like a lot of them would be like, yeah, we also think it's stupid, mm. but I don't know how, like how the, how people can't see it from the perspective of everyone else. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. Like the whole gun, all like the gun violence stuff. You always just think like, how do you not yeah. see that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Like it's such an obvious There are so many people in the US that do like agree that, you know, Australia's gun policy, mm. as an example. Worked. Worked. Mm. Um, obviously, I, yeah, that's a fucking massive can of worms to open. Yeah, obviously. But, like, yeah, some people just, like, they can't, they don't have, I don't know what the word is, but they don't have, like, the, like, like, not self-awareness, but they, they can't seem to understand other people's Perspective. views. And yeah. they're very dogmatic in, like, mm. you know, their own political beliefs, which is... You know, sometimes to the detriment of everyone else. Mm. Um, One thing of note with QAnon, though the reason this is kind of like a modern, quite a modern 
uh, conspiracy theory, if you will, because it started on social media. Well, 4chan, you could consider that social media in mm. a way or in the, on the internet. Mm. Um, but since its formation and kind of the rise of Trump, they're very like vocal on Facebook, Twitter, etc. Um, like posting like a lot of posts and that's how they gain a lot of their followers and whatnot. Yep. Um, but also they've been pretty heavily accused because like, most of them would be Trump supporters in element, I guess. Um, but they've at the same time accusing the media of false media, spreading false information themselves about COVID-19, the Black Lives Matter protests, the elections, and then also they had a presence at the Capitol Hill riots. Mm. Do you remember those when they like stormed the... You don't remember that? It happened like a couple of years ago. What was it? There was that big protest and then they like went and stormed into the White House oh, and they I had to lock down the Senate yeah. and stuff. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. That is genuinely yeah. like insane. I totally forgot about that actually. Like mind-blowing. Um, but yeah. So this is like one of the big like first well, – like every conspiracy theory and like group would kind of use it in a way. Mm. But this is – like they really utilize like so the power of social media to like grow and attract members. Mm. And I think all the COVID stuff just probably helped them and whatnot as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they got they got given a lot of ammunition at that time. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, crazy one. I thought that was actually kind of this kind of an interesting one. This it's definitely more believable. Well, that's not saying much compared to the lizard people and the dark fleet. Yeah, that's true. On the three that we've done, yeah. like this one, I think just because. Well, not really believable, but they kind of... It's just not otherworldly. No. No. Um, but it's kind of interesting to just like look at, I feel like, this one. Yeah, definitely. Because it is one that is... Like, it's pretty... It's relevant. It's pretty relevant. Yeah. Um, and like most of it happening only recently. Um, but yeah, make of that what you will. Mm. So that was number three, guys. I hope you enjoyed that one. I quite looked li- looking at that one. Mm. Yeah, that was a good one. Yeah. These ones that you've covered so far, I actually had no idea about any of them. Neither so did I really. I really heard of any of them. The lizard people I'd heard of. But, yeah. But um, like that's all off that map. Yeah. It's all on that map. What's it called again? The Great Awakening map. The Great Awakening map. So we'll probably do another couple of episodes. Um, we'll try and, try and steer clear. Maybe we'll try to do a not US one okay. next. Because they've all kind of, like we said, they've all been semi-US related. Mm. So we'll try and we'll try and... Move away from it. We'll try and hit something else. Mm. But, yeah. I'd actually like to have a glance over that map again. I haven't looked at it since you showed me. Just careful, mate. Don't get too sucked yeah, in. See, this is how it starts. This is how, <laughs> this is how it starts, mate. Yeah. you got <laughs> yeah. to be careful. Don't go down that rabbit hole. Yeah, I know. I know. Right. I remember all the customers at the Leagues Club used to be massive conspiracy. Th- like, they were all, like, G'd into that QAnon stuff. Oh, were they? Yeah, they all, like, loved it. Like some of them would talk about it. Yeah. I would hear them talking about it yeah. to each other. Mate, it was conspiracy season when we were sort of finishing up the Leagues Club because that was the time where it was like the bushfires were going on. Oh. I think it was still early in Trump's 5G. Reign. 5G. 5G towers. Sort of stuff. Just insanity. Yeah, they and they're like, a lot of them are like the perfect demographic for it. Like they were like straight, white, like 50-odd-year-old guys. Yeah. Alcoholics, um, yeah, born and raised in an area, never left. No, nah. and they just like they would go hard on the yeah, on all that kind. And of they thing. try and just like it was so bizarre, and I'm sure so many people have experienced this, but like they just try and force it down your throat mm. in a sense. It's like, dude, 
or like drop a comment like you were like one of the brethren. Yeah. Like they would be like, watch out, watch out for those lefties and they like put their little hand up and then like walk off or something. <laughs> I don't know. Like they do shit like that. They kind of yeah. like, not exactly like that, but like they would kind of like say <laughs> stuff. I know what you mean. Like similar things and yeah. then kind of walk off. Yeah. And you'd be like, what? Yeah. They'd leave you with like a real like homophobic or like sexist comment and yeah. just walk off. Yeah, okay. You're like, okay, mate. Yeah, one, yep. one twoies. Yeah. But yeah, they, they all, they all love that stuff. Um, remember the old Salomon? He loved that. Uh-huh, he Robbie. was, he was massive on it. He did teach you how to pour a beer, though. So yeah, same. But I'm just saying, <laughs> he, he, him teaching me how to pour a beer actually doesn't cancel out all his. Fun. No, <laughs> it doesn't, mate. That like guy, like he, like. It's so weird to think. So, okay, what is the best way to describe Robbie? Robbie, <laughs> like <laughs> those, he was like what? Oh, mate, he was probably like sixty, mid sixty, sixty turning eighty five. Yeah, um, like worked in the same bar for like sixty years. Yeah, long um, time. I don't know. He'd say weirdly. He'd just always be. He was like sexist, homophobic. Mm. Um, he was just like he was like a cellar rat. Like he just like he lived down lived there. down in the cellar, and yeah. he walked. It was very bizarre. I remember the day he like retired? I suppose he was moving down to Tasmania to like build a house, mm. and like he just kind of like walked out the door, and like for me standing there, it was just a very bizarre moment because it was like that's whatever how long ever long he'd been there like thirty mm. years, forty and that's years, it. whatever. He just walked out, and that was just it. That was done. That was him done. Mm. Yeah, it was which nuts. was it's kind of a hard feeling to describe, but you kind of know. What yeah, I, mean. I don't know. It was like, like it was. You were kind of like, damn. Yeah, well, it's like bye, Robbie. You're never gonna see him again. Yeah, I suppose every time you say goodbye to someone, you're never gonna see him again. It's bizarre. But he was. It was just interesting character. Yeah, very very interesting. Um, but he he he'd be very tapped into all this stuff. He 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 loved it. Like he would show you like. Facebook videos, he'd be like, oh, look at this. Look yeah. at what they're saying about Trump today. Yeah, blah, blah. Yeah, He's yeah. like, and they're bloody lefties, man. It's false. <laughs> and I don't like, not like saying to get to like pick a side for me personally, but when you're just like hearing that from like an older person, you're like, what, mate? Like, Yeah, you're a drooper. Like, what are you talking about, dude? Like, I don't care. Like, don't shame me. Yeah. Like, yeah. they And then they used to all kind of you'd go around to the other tables and they'd all have their like, it was like a little Trump. They have like a little. It was almost like a little Trump table. Trump circle. It was like seven of them that you saw just like sit there. Yeah. And like you could stand at the bar and be listening, and you can just hear them going like, going hard. Yeah. Yeah. They All the it. um. Oh, excuse me. Big weekend. Um. All the like older people at that job mm-hmm. were just like, you know, lovely people in your day to day. But you know, every now and then they drop their very like. Just you'd get like a you'd get a um you know drive by of some extreme political view that you just didn't want or heard of before. Yeah. Oh, good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I remember like one day I think I went I don't know I'd had a big weekend or something and I came in and I was just like I was just tired and mm. I was just like a bit flat. Yeah. And she was and I was working with one of the older ladies and she was like pretty much you haven't been taking too many drugs have you? <laughs> I was like what are you talking about? I like, I'm just on a, like not enough sleep. <laughs> it's like 9am on a Monday morning. I've actually not been on a bender, <laughs> yeah. believe it or not. So anyway. Yeah, some classics. Good times. Classic hits. Where are we at? Where are we at? Do you want to unpack anything here? Yeah, I'd love to. Okay. I don't know if anyone else has this app 
I've got it. Cody has it. Be real. Um, pretty much. It's kind of like what, like a twenty-four hour Instagram slash Snapchat hybrid. It's that- kind of like these apps that seem to pop up are sort of they take elements from other apps, hmm. and I don't know what makes them like get traction. Well, I slandered this one in the same way that I said the exact same thing as that my friend was telling me about. It. I was like. That's the stupidest app I've ever heard of. Like, but, yeah. why would anyone use that? Like, a couple months ago. And then, like, maybe a month ago, oh, I downloaded it. Yeah. And then I started just, like, going on and taking photos. I was like, oh, actually, it's kind of funny. Yeah. You know? I don't think it'll last. Um, no. Because it is so dumb. I've got it. I use it. I still think it's dumb. Yeah, same. But my, my little sister was trying to get me to get it for ages. And I kind of just, like... I was kind of listening but not really listening about what the concept of the app was. And then I saw all the girls using it at Splendor. And I was like, oh, that's kind of a good idea. Yeah. It's like you take a photo of like they're doing it at Tyler. They like took a photo of Tyler mm. and then like it simultaneously took a photo of themselves. Okay. Yeah. I was like moments like that, it's kind of cool. Yes. You know what I mean? It's got a place. But I like – I kind of like seeing people doing very mundane things on it. I agree. I actually I'm, – I'm kind of nosy so I kind of like watching what everyone's doing as yeah. well. And I, I, when someone's just doing something very ordinary, I kind of enjoy seeing them just like do yeah. it because I'm like, oh, okay. Ryan and Jared both posted B-reels at the microwave today. Did they? Yeah. Beautiful. I had one at the oven the other day and hoovering. <laughs> I don't know. I just, liked your hoover. Yeah, that was it, funny. Yeah. It just, I don't know. When you see someone doing – because like you see on social media, like particularly Instagram. Yeah. People putting up like the more lavish parts of their life or like the better things that they want people like kind of projecting what they want people to think or like see about them, which everyone is kind of guilty of in a way, mm. you know, like whatever you post on there, like is what you kind of just, it's kind of what you're marketing yeah. as, right? Mm. But on that, because only people that can see it are like, unless you're on public is really just your mates that yeah. you add, no one else can see it. Yeah. Um. So it's kind of funny just. Like taking very yeah. ordinary and shit photos of yeah. doing very ordinary and shit tasks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And just everyone doing it at the same time. And kind it's of- kind of like a bit more of a way to keep, like, I don't know. It's kind of like, for example, I think a good part of it would be like my friends from the beaches. Yes. Right? Like they were all like my closest. They still are my closest mates. Yeah. But just by circumstance now, I'm not as in touch with them as I might have been previously. But. None of them actually have it. I was going to message them to see if they did because yeah. it's like kind of like a good way to sort of keep tabs on yes. each other's lives. And Be- like you still feel a bit connected to the other person. In a because on Instagram, like unless you post a story every day, you would just be. Which know. is annoying and I'd probably mute you. Yeah. But if you, on that, because everyone has to do one every day and if you want to see what everyone else is doing, mm. you have to post one. Yeah. So I've kind of accepted the fact that, yeah, it's a bit of a dumb app, but you know. Some things are just made to be enjoyed. You know what? Even if they are stupid. Even after this conversation, I'm liking it more. Yeah, same. I'm actually like coming to terms with how much I actually enjoy Be Real. Even though it is like the dumbest app ever. It's so dumb. But yeah, I, I agree. Just watching people. Yeah. I don't know. It, it exposes the, the real side of life. If you, if you, are you saying if that you it, it is being real? I would say that it'd be yeah, considered real. Yeah, for no, sure. Yeah, excellent. Um, nice. But it, yeah, it's kind of it dumb. Dumb, dumb up, but, but we're on board. But I mean, I'm here for it. I'm here for it. I'm partaking. Right? I'm, I'm in. I'm in. I'm locked in. Thanks for coming. Yeah. All right. And I like, I like the idea that it is at a different time every day. Because like yeah. most of the time I'll just be at work. So it's like, but it does different times. But so even cool. taking one at work is good. 
I even enjoy seeing them of people's work. I take them at work sometimes. Yeah, I'm not at the stage in work where I figured out how to use my phone respectfully and in service. Uh, yeah, during service. Yeah, exactly. Right. Um, and they've got cameras at work, and the, the screen that shows all the cameras is right in the bar. Right. So you've got to walk around blind spots and stuff. So you haven't figured out where all the blind spots are. I'm getting there. You'll get I'm there. Getting, unless someone's standing looking at the camera, even still, they'd have to be zoned in on your exact area seeing you walk oh, past. Okay. So it'd be hard to get caught. Right. But my, my method, I've been going like when I just check my phone when I go to the bathroom. Oh, okay. As opposed to like at my old job, I'd just constantly be on my phone. True. Um, yeah, I remember Slacker, so it's probably a good thing that you can't just go on your phone all the time. It's yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. There was a the ref for my Div Four football game on the weekend was on his phone during the game and I was trying to jeeve up to do a B reel. Yeah. But I don't think he wasn't like responding to my banter. My banter. So he either he just didn't <laughs> know what I was talking about or, or he just didn't like me. Yeah, or just but he was the kid he played for our team before. Like oh, he was like okay. the kid in the division lower. Oh right. And okay. he was just rapping. I was right. like, dude, surely do a B real now, it'd be funny as yeah. And he was just like, Haha, yeah. And that was it. I just don't think he knew what B real was, to be honest. Shot legend. Anyway. We have like guys when the cricket when it's like in cricket season. Because obviously when you go out there and you do the umpiring at square leg, you have to stand out there for a little bit. Like usually you do about ten over spells. So you stand over ten overs, you come in, and uh, and there's always someone like watching the races when they should be like watching when there's a run out about to happen. And everyone's like, "Fucking hell, mate! Like, watch the game. Like, you got one job. Just don't be on your phone. Like, go on your phone in between overs. But when the game's in play, like, and I love like yes, if you, if you're standing there at square leg as well, you just so you just hear, and then you just you'll be standing there and this massive smoke cloud comes up. And someone's either actually having a dart on the field or just smashing a vape. There's ever been batsmen mid-game getting the vape out in between overs and just going. I've just, I've seen a couple people do that, and I'm not criticising them. I just think it's a very part cricket, and it is very funny. Yeah, just it's, to see. it's hilarious. Like you know, like you just had Toby Rudolph, um, not Toby, um, Kevin Proctor sacked from the Titans for vaping. When he wasn't even playing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yet you've got park cricketers in the middle of uh, Play. t- playing on a 50 and just smashing the honey push. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I just love it. It's really good stuff. It's it is really good, good stuff. It is good stuff to be fair. And you know what? I wouldn't I wouldn't ever make them not do it. No. But the, no. watching the races while there's a run out about to happen is problematic. That could be problematic. That's, problem- sure. that's the only issue I have. Because you could that. still vape and watch a run out. That's true. That is true. As long as, yeah, you could. That's you know, 100%. I don't know right. any vape flavors, but you could suck down on one of those things and then, you know. And put the finger up at the same time. Exactly. Yeah. Blow smoke as you raise the finger for dramatic effect. I was going to say. <laughs> you know, the common man smoke machine. Right? Yeah, there we go. The portable smoke machine. But yeah. No, I love it. Park cricket. Actually, we started cricket training. We had our first pre-season training. Four people turned up on Sunday morning. <laughs> I think when you put it at 9 a.m. on a Sunday morning, <laughs> that's kind of what happens. Um, I'm surprised you got four. Yeah. We got, f- we got. well, there was five. Why were you there? Why Did you not have work? I'd work at 12. Okay. Um, and then I didn't go out. So I went, went there. Um, what do you mean, why were you there? When are you ever like up and about on a Sunday? Yeah, mate. I'm always, mate, I'm always Sunday morning, Please. mate. I'm always doing stuff. Um, but yeah, it was good to get out, mate. Didn't bowl one good ball the whole time. Haven't bowled a ball in like nine months because of my foot. Yeah. And, mate, they were going 
everywhere. Mm. They were just spraying, just no, no good balls. Yeah. So get back in the nets, mate. Not, not in, not in tip top shape. Mm. But uh, it was good, good to have a trundle again. That was for sure. Yeah. Feel good to be back out there. Feel good to be back. Yeah. Definitely enjoy, mate. Go on the nets. Nice day. It's just a good way to just kind of chill. I uh, one of the guys bowling. Who's someone's dad? I reckon he got me out about five times just bowling, bowling spin. But they're spinners that just like go straight. They don't spin, <laughs> and they're just like they're just like a really enticing speed. And you just go out going like, oh yeah, I've got this, oh, I've got this, I've got this, and then you just like miss it, and you hear the ding of hitting at the metal wicket, and you're like, I am shit. And you're like, I am fucking awful. <laughs> Mate, you'll definitely have to try dragging to the nets this summer. Yeah. That's the thing that I'm scared about is I literally – you've seen me play cricket. I cannot hit a ball. No. I, I'm so bad. Yeah. Um, it's just something that, like, I've said it about Kane before, you know. Mm. Kid is very talented at many things and he's good at a lot of sports. But if you put a soccer ball in front of him – No good. You, like, his whole world will come – Crashing, crashing down. down around him. Really? Much like if I bowled a slow to medium pace ball. Mate, you're getting, you know, you're getting put someone's into backyard. the grandstand. Mate. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I am, I'm walking back inside and I'm out for one. Yeah, you know? exactly. Mate, well, you should, we should film you down at the net. Maybe we'll do a bit of pre-season practice together for the cricket season. Okay. And then I get to bowl at you. And you can, I've got all the gear, I've got all the pads. I don't want to face one of, like a six stitch that I'm scared of the ball. No, no, no. It doesn't even hurt that. It doesn't hurt. Doesn't it, mate? These ribs aren't acclimatized no, no, to be uh, No, no, it's good, mate. It's sweet. You'll be fine. You'll be fine. You'll be fine. Q Xander absolutely fucking bowling. No, I, quickest at me. no, I would never, dude. I wouldn't. That would be that would be really wrong of me, and I would never do that to you. Okay. Yeah. No. no, no. That did sound really. That actually sounded sincere for me. <laughs> but it wasn't. You were bowling. <laughs> but if you want it to be, sure. Yeah. You bowled. I remember. I was being lippy down. At South Coast, oh, and yeah. you bowled your fastest at me with like a beach cricket ball, and I couldn't even see the thing. Yeah, mate, fucking rapid. No, I'm not that quick. There's but you a- are to me. You yeah. are to the untrained eye. There's like one guy in our club who is crazy fast. And yeah. You- what do you bowl and what's he bowl? Just as for my mind to like compare. I don't know. I would just ball be park, like meds. Just I-, I don't know how fast it would be. Give me a number. I don't know how fast I would be, but he would be like 120, 130. And it's what are the test and, bowlers bowl? They bowl like high one twenties, don't they? Like Australian test bowlers, one thirty to one forty. Okay, and then like one forty plus some of them. But he's like, like when you're fielding in the games, you're like I can't see that at all. Like I don't know how the batter is like getting anything on this because mm. you just it's so fast, mm. and that's like the level. And like everyone else is like, even if they're quick, you'd be like, oh, I can still kind of suss it. But he's like definitely he's like the next step above. Isn't that so interesting when like you look at it like that and you're like, I can't see the ball. And you imagine being in the batter's perspective, yeah. even in park cricket facing like the fastest guy. Yeah. You'd be bricking it. Yeah. And then you imagine someone like Steve Smith facing like India's fast bowling attack yeah. just out there for like 250 balls unfazed. Yeah. And you're like, how? Or like the, anyone against like coming Stark and Hayward well, that's what, as well. Yeah, exactly right. Any of like, you know, the England lineup facing the Australian attack yeah. and they're just out there. Mm. You know, there's days sometimes where you go, it just doesn't look like we're going to get them out. No. And it's like, how do they, how do they do that? How yeah. do they stay that concentrated for that long? I know. Credit to them. That's when, you, that's what like the kind of crazy element about kind of Steve Smith's ability is. 
and Marnus to an extent as well, or any of the top batsmen in the world. But that's what everyone says, like the focus and the ability for them to like rinse, repeat, do it again mm. and stay in the zone. Or as Steve Smith calls it, the bubble for so long. Okay. It's just to like go through the process and just over and over, over, and, over, and, over and over again and never get bored. Like they obviously love it, don't get me wrong, but there would be an element of monotony to it. There would, but Where I you- think you have to be obsessed to some point and just like maybe each of like the best players in the world love it for a different reason. But I think, I think like, like each player would have their own reasons for wanting to be the best and be out there. But at the end of the day, like they're still loving what they do and they, and they get enjoyment out of being out there. Well, the, I guess like you could look at it where every single ball is like, would be considered a massive challenge Mm. because like, Obviously, a wicket in Test cricket, like it's huge. the stake, it's it's massive. Mm. So you're essentially protecting a wicket. Let's say you're out there for two hundred balls, mm. just two hundred balls, because you don't know and what's going to happen. Because you don't know what's going to happen after you get out. Exactly. Like you, it could be your innings that like sets up a game, or it could, you know, someone else might do it. Like there, someone else in the team might do it, but you've got no idea. No, like your one could be the collapse of many. Exactly. Yeah. But I, I'm thinking about it in the sense that like you're having 200 very intense challenges. Like let's say the average person is presented with one challenge a day. Mm. That might be getting out of bed for some people. Yeah. You know? And then these athletes are facing 200 back-to-back challenges mm. that they have to face and, you know, conquer for lack of a better word. Yeah, it's kind um, of – it's crazy. It's insane. Mm. Yeah, I never – like – I never thought of it as in like the challenge aspect. Do you know what I mean? But even six mm. balls, that's six, like yeah. six problems you have to face and deal True. with. And world-class problems, most of them. World-class problems. Mm. And for most people, luckily they're world-class problem solvers. Yeah. If you're Marcus Labashane. Yeah, that's true. Smitty. God, I'm keen for that. That yeah. conversation's made me toe for the summer cricket. Holy shit. That is, I'm keen. I was talking to Tully about it yesterday. Are you guys going to some ODI or something? Yeah, the World Cup ODI, the World Cup. That's no, the T20 World Cup. Uh, in October, I think. Yeah, I think we're going to New Zealand and Australia at the SCG. It yeah. should be good. Keen for that. I'm going to try to get a ticket. Yeah, do it. Um, My invite from you must have... Did you email it to me? Oh, I actually mailed it to you. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I haven't checked the letterbox. Yeah, yet. I didn't put express postage on it, so it should get here soon. Uh, okay. a couple of days. Sweet, all right. Um, speaking of cricket, a game much in Australia associated with slang and the Aussie language, lots of terminologies flowing around. Um... I've been doing terminology courses of my own at work with some of the internationals, teaching them. Oh, okay. one, one of my friends at work in particular, teaching her some Aussie terms and slang. Mm. I, it's not really like I'm going out of my way at times to do it. It's more like I'll be talking and she'll be like, what did you, what did you just say? Yeah, sure. And then I'll be like, you explain what? What, 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 what did I say? And she says, no, no, just say, like, what's that word you just said? And said which one, and then you kind of have to cycle through and figure it out. And then she'll go, oh, okay, and then you she writes it down. So we've been kind of doing them at work, and then if it's really quiet and we're all just kind of standing around, yeah, then we'll do more of like a, all right, have you heard of this? Yeah, have you heard of this? It's fun to go. And it, yeah. it is fun, and without sounding too like we try not to stay away from like the super cringy, like kind of some cringy ones. Yeah, but we try and keep it kind of like mm. usable, usable, usable slang terms because she's from Chile. Yeah. Um. What have you have you got any that you've given oh, her? Yeah, I saw someone else gave her the not here to fuck spiders. Yeah, 
I kind of find that saying a bit cringe to be fair at times. The average person doesn't say that. No. But like I can see why someone else might have said to her like, oh, yeah, that's a classic one. Um, I don't know, just like Yui, Servo, all that kind of yeah. all that kind of jazz. Um, what did you say, Yui? Yui, like Chuck and Yui. Oh, true. Yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. I was seeing Yui boom. I was like, what? No. Um, and then also, I was we were talking about like uh, Aussie swear words or like swearing. Is you like Australians swear a lot? I was like, yeah. And I was like, have you heard of the word fuckwit? <laughs> she's like, what? I said fuckwit, and she's like, how do you spell that? I went fuck hyphen wit or, or one word sometimes yeah. on text and uh she was like no i've heard it. i was like well i'm pretty sure it's an australian swear word i've not heard it used in any other country before yeah it's a great one i was saying how it like it pretty much means that if you break it down like the word fuckwit is like you're a really big idiot and a, and a dickhead at the same time, yeah. but not in like a nice way. Like it's yeah. like, oh, you're a fuckwit. Yeah. Like you're saying it to not be nice to the person. Yeah, yeah. Not really. There's not really many affectionate <laughs> fuckwits that you can throw around. You know, no, you don't say come here, my little fuckwit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> my little fuckwit, come here. You know, you don't really say things like that. So, no, it's not really. So I was trying to say it, and I was like, yeah, you should use it. She's like, no, I'm not going to use it. I said, okay, whatever. And then the next day she came in, she's like, oh, I tried to use fuckwit on my husband, but it didn't work. <laughs> is that husband Chilean or is he Aussie? He's Aussie Chilean. Okay. And she stuffed it up, but we're learning. It's we're learning. Yeah, we're learning. We also discussed the C word, but I was I was saying it's probably best to yeah. steer clear if you yeah. if you're not understanding the context of the of the C bomb. The C bomb said in front of the wrong pair. I'm still hesitant to throw the C bomb around in front of my female friends. Um, probably a fair call. Fair call. But I've noticed like a lot of them, it, I, it, there seems to be an increase in C-bombing. Yeah. Uh, from the gals, which I love. It's funny. As Comfortability with the C-bomb. Comfortability with the C-bomb. Well, you know, I feel like it's meaning sort of just like people becoming desensitized to it. Yeah. You know, as time goes on. Try, you, I mean, you try your best to steer away from the C-bomb, but the C-bomb sometimes finds you. Yeah. You know, uh, <laughs> that's probably the best way to describe it's it. Just, sometimes it just comes out. Yeah, it can't help. On episode one, we time. said I was it. Like, did you just say? Yeah, we did, and we had to beat. We beat it out. Like, I, I could, think it's been said since. But you know what? There was actually an episode two weeks ago where I listened to it back, and I went, "Like wow!" Like every second word. <laughs> I kid you not. Apart from like this conversation that just happened doesn't count. But we were like, we were going. Fucking beep, fucking this, fucking that. And I was going, holy, like, what? <laughs> was it both of us? Both of us. Yeah, right. Just going. I reckon, I reckon that, like, we were saying fuck, like, every two seconds. <laughs> I know that sounds funny because I just said fuck wit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. About ten times, like, more than ten times. But we were same. talking about it. We were talking about the word fuck wit. Yeah, yeah. Um, but... Yeah, I was I, I was actually going to say that to you, but I forgot. No, you did tell me last week. And it was just, it, it was yeah. going off. I went, oh, we got to rein it in. I think that's because we hadn't, maybe we hadn't done an episode in a couple of weeks. Yeah, so yeah. when we came back, yeah. it was just, yeah. we forgot our manners yeah. on the mic. Who are we? Are we, we our mic etiquette. Dude. Our mic etiquette. Are we animals? You think we're amateur podcasts. Yeah, are you serious? <laughs> we're professionals. I, just to circle back to your, you know, um, talking to foreigner. Yeah. Co-workers. I had the same. I used to work with this guy called Powell at the cafe. Um, he was my manager. Pretty of a weird dude, but like, I don't know. I kind of got along with him. We kind of like, we were both good at our job. So we bonded over that. And he, 
every now and then we'd go through time. We were both happy to sort of just work in silence and listen to music or whatever. Yeah. And at times he'd randomly come up to me and I remember one in particular, he came up to me and he's like, Cody, what does dog water mean? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I had to kind of unpack Where was it he from? I, he, was, uh, he was Thai. Right. But he'd been in Australia for six years. Dog so, water. So his English was pretty good. Dog water. And I was like, I tried to unpack it. I was like, dog water. Like, what do you mean? Like, I don't know. Dogs, like, they drink water, but you just call it normal water. Yeah. And then he was like, no, I saw a TikTok of someone calling someone dog water. And I was like, oh, dog water. Like, you're trash at dog, dog water. Right. And I was like, oh, that's more of like an American slang oh, term okay. as opposed to <laughs> your dog Australian. Yeah. Um, and he was like, he was like, oh, what's some like Australian ones? And he was like, what's that one you say all the time? And we had to figure it out, but it was, it was scat. Yeah, scat. He was, like, yeah. he was like, what is, what is, how do you say scat? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, scat basically means like shit, but it means it in a way where it's like either old or dirty or like just kind of like. You just feel a bit gross. Not pleasant. Yeah, a bit yeah, gross. Unpleasant. something gross about it. Yeah. Um, you could say like a really old building is scat. Or if you went to a restaurant and you got bad food, you would say, that's scat. <laughs> Trying to like unpack the word scat is, is a scat in itself. You're like me having this conversation explaining what scat is, is a bit scat to be yeah, perfectly exactly. honest. And like the next day, because me and him used to bond over like the chef giving us shitty food. Yeah. And the food came out. He was like, fuck, this is so scat. <laughs> Yes. And I was like, yes. That's perfect. He's, he's 10 out of 10. <laughs> nice. Pass for you. Execution 10. Use of the word 10. Yeah. Mate, thumbs up. Double thumbs That's up. That's fantastic. I'm trying to think of some of the other ones. Scat's that- a funny one as well because yeah. it is so and you know, unapologetically Australian. Yeah. And just like- it's a great word. It is a great word. I think, it, I think it's – did it evolve from scattered? Well, scatterbrain. Yeah, and then yeah. it's eventually just like, it's, is that just amongst our friends or is I this don't, like a... I don't know, but I love, the, I love the word scat. I use it a little bit too much maybe, but I enjoy it. I use it. it too much as well. But I enjoy... And all our friends use it, I think. I don't know if it's just... It can't just be us. Mm. It can't. I never get pulled up on it. I never get anyone no. going, what does scat mean? So... No. Yeah. It has to be a bit of a... Well, like, even with the thing with people who aren't... Like who... Well, not that they don't speak English, but like it's their second language. Maybe they come from... Somewhere else. Um, so like we get quite a few like Europeans as well coming to my work. And they always go, oh, we've come to, come to Australia to learn English. And I always think, why? Don't, we don't even speak real English here. No. Like I don't, this is not. Barely. Like this is, I wouldn't, if I was learning English, I wouldn't Barely. come to Australia to no. learn it. Well, you see those people put on the fake like accents where they try their hardest to like mail it so people can't understand it you know they go bloody hell mate fucking bloody yeah. doing this and you're fucking bloody fucking you want to fucking go there mate you're, yeah. you know and you listen to it and you're like I can understand the whole thing yeah but to, to the untrained ear you'd be like that's not a real language well I'm not sure whether I got this is a compliment or not but the I got told by two two of the international internationals that came to my work for a couple months and then like went travelling around Australia they're like you're so hard to understand mm. to me, but everyone else they they were fine, and I was like, oh sorry, like am I like do you? And they're like, no, everyone else is fine, but I just don't know what you're saying, dude. I got the same thing, and I was going, what? Oh really? And so I was kind of like, does that mean? Is that make me? Is that like a compliment, or is that just mean? Actually, 
your English is poor. You actually don't know how to speak your own language. Yeah. No, um, I, I got the same thing from a different co-worker. He was, all, he was, I think he was half Filipino, half Thai, but he'd been mm. in Australia. His English was really good. And he, he had Australian friends. And he's like, Cody, you're my first real Australian friend. And I was like, what does that mean? He's like, you're the first real one, like from the country that talks Australian. Right. And I was like, what do you mean? Mate, we work with other like Australian, are we different? And yeah. he was like, yeah, you're way more like, I, he didn't know how to say the word bogan, but I think that's right. what he meant. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the oh. first time I'd ever been told that. And I was like, well, you should meet my fucking mate, Rory. Because that's <laughs> yeah. like, I can't even understand oh, him mate, sometimes. Much. Yes. <laughs> like the people that come from, even you hear people like my cousins are from Coffs, mm. like, like mates from Newcastle, like yeah. they even sound to a us. A little bit different. A little bit more. Mm. Aussie, I think I it's suppose. just, I suppose that's anywhere. But in, I feel like the Aussie accent, like, whereas in England, you've got like very distinct accents for different regions. Australia is just like, you sound slightly, maybe more refined. And mm. then one aspect, you slightly, you sound more kind of casual yep. yeah, in yeah, your yeah. tone and conveyance, mm. you know? Yeah. That'd probably be the best way to describe it. I think so. It's just yeah. like a little bit more exaggerated almost. Maybe, yeah. But like, so like a bit more proper. One one would say like mm. a bit more like one's a bit more like, you know. Yeah. Like you hear Kate Blanchett speaking and then you would hear one of us speaking. It's very different. But we're both Australian. Do you know yeah. what I mean? We're both we're all very good looking. Yeah, we're all very good looking. We're all, you know, high paid entertainers. <laughs> um <laughs> Yeah. We're rolling here. We should probably get into the back page yeah. for an hour, you know. I think. Yeah. Oh one more point. Speaking of Kate Blanchett, I actually thought of this during the week. Okay. Something that I thought was an interesting point, and it was after I saw two cl- interview clips about a similar thing, um, and it was about fame and famous people who, once they achieve the level of fame, like them experience, wanting to experience being normal again, which is kind of interesting to think about because you think about how many people want to achieve that level of stardom or fame or like success. Mm. And have people know who they are. But then once they get it, they're like, you know, that side of wanting to actually have, be normal again mm. and have a nice, have an, an experience that isn't just being flooded with fans and whatnot yeah. is what you kind of crave for. One of them was actually Cristiano Ronaldo was one of the clips. And it was him saying how he went to this party and he, it was like when he just got to Madrid and he, like him and his friend were like wearing disguises on this night out. Um, or it was just before he'd gotten to Madrid, sorry. And they were wearing disguises on this night out and only one person, he said, recognised him and like didn't nothing really happen. But he said like that was like the most normal night he's had in mm. years and he said it was one of his best mm. experiences. Because mm, he which, could just operate. Yeah, which I thought was interesting. <clears throat> yeah, for sure. Yeah, It's like almost like the idea of fame. Is more exciting than the actual yeah fame of its, mm. fame itself. Well, me and you, as for one, can speak that you know the fame is not all it's made out. To no, be. it's definitely not. It's uh, not. It's not all it's made out to be. But yeah, it's. I don't know. I find that concept interesting. Like, like having for that. Sure. You know, or even like there's that kind of <laughs> thing, like the cast of Friends. I don't really watch Friends, but like I've seen this interview where they kind of say. The producer takes them all out for dinner and goes, I right, see this. And they're all like, no one knows who they are. Like they're nobodies. And then this is the last time this will happen to you. Wow. Yeah. So almost like he foreshadowed 
he, how great. This yeah, show he just said to them like, "This is the last time that you'll be able to do this." Yeah, right. And like, even they say like some you've I've heard I think I've heard Jenna Anderson say it afterwards, and maybe Matt LeBlanc say that exact same thing. How mm. he said that to them. Wow, that's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah, crazy. I do think about that a lot. Like when you see, I don't know. It's I feel like in this. I don't know if that's just. I don't know what I'm trying to say. I feel like in Australia, mm. all those media, not uh, all those just like medium level B-list celebrities. Yeah. Like, for example, I saw a bloke in a bar in the gym the other day. Mm. I feel like someone like him, for the most part, would just be able to go about his life normally. Yeah. Sure, if he was at we, like the footy, it'd be different. But we don't really have that many superstars in I Australia. Can't, like Chris Hemsworth comes to mind. Like and Kate like, Blanchett. The ones that are big. Just live in, I swear, don't they just like live in the Hugh US? Jackson. Yeah, they all live overseas anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah, it feels rare. I suppose the big, the stars over here are like our sports stars. Yeah, it's mostly sport people that I would think would probably get most of the attention if they're out and about. Mm. But even then, like, I feel like you... That's like, just because of the I've, volume of them though, because there's so many of them yeah, as opposed exactly. to actors and but stuff. But I feel like in the show, like if you saw a celebrity, you'd be like, oh, like apart from maybe like a massive massive u.s star like i'm talking like beyonce justin bieber kind of thing it's like massive massive top of the pile yeah top of the pile shit but i think apart from that like when people come to australia i feel like relatively eh, people just go about their people just go yeah yeah i think so i think so yeah i i feel like i don't at least for me personally and i'm speaking for no one other than myself Mm. but when i see people like bloke in a bar, someone obviously that I idolize to an extent, mm. right? Um, you kind of just want to let them go about their business. Mm. It's just like, just leave them alone. Exactly. I don't know if that's just my age and where I'm at. True. But at the same time, if I see Denim Kemp again, we've both walked past Denim Kemp at like different times mm. and we both love bloke in a bar. We both love bloke in a bar. Um, next time I'm getting a photo. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I've given, I did my, my one time where I was like, I could have said, cause he was like doing photos with people already. Mm. And I was like, Oh no, I've got to find a table, blah, blah, blah. And I was kind of got carried away mm. and I've kind of, I'm kind of like, okay, if I see him again, I'm getting a photo. Mm. Cause I was, you know, I was too preoccupied. I was like, Oh, it's a good, it's my probably one opportunity, but if he ever mm. pops up again, I'm saying good day. But I, you know, my, I've had a few brushes of lame actually now that I'm thinking about it. Mm. My, I still would rather like just have a chat to them than actually get a photo. Cause I remember. So, so would I, to be fair, but. Mm. Cause I remember, I think I, I've said to all of them on the podcast, I walked past, like I would have loved to have had a chat with Denon at the gym the other day, but he had his headphones on. He was walking out Same. head down. Likewise. But so I was like, I'm just going to, I'm not discrediting what you're saying. Mm. I'm just saying from my perspective, I would have loved to have been like, hey, Denon, how are you going? I wouldn't have got a photo, yeah, but I would have loved to have just like had a chat with him. I would have done, I would have done both. I would yeah. have had a chat and then be like, oh, is it cool if I get a photo? Yeah. Is that all right? I, yeah, I might have as well. Who knows? You um, surely. Yeah. Yeah, you would have. For you the fucking, Yeah, for the fucking for the for the clout, mate. For um, the fucking clout. But when I saw the Falcon from the Inspired Unemployed as well, yeah. Like my thought wasn't to get a photo with him. It's just like I just wanted to have a chat with him. Yeah. He was on the phone. Yeah. So, and like when. Was that when you did like the hands thing to him? Like, what are you doing? Oh, uh, yeah. Thing? I was like, what are you doing here? And he was just like, oh, hey, mate. Hey, young. Yeah. And he was like on the phone. The I saw time. someone like semi famous recently. I can't remember who it was. Well, like when I saw Patty from Sticky Fingers. True. 
it's great. Just have a chat with him. I yeah. Never, I didn't feel an urge to take a photo. I don't regret not taking a photo. Did I tell you about the Chris Lilly when I saw Chris, Chris Lilly no. came into work? Fuck. What? Yeah, fuck. This is so good. How have you not told me? Oh, mate. I don't know how I've not mentioned this yet. Chris Lilly came into my work a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Did you say hey? Well, okay. This is the thing. He was on the He had his AirPods in and he was on his phone most of the time. But the weird thing was, right, I was on the bar and I had my head down. I wasn't looking up like I was making a drink and a figure, just a figure walked past and my brain went, was that Chris Lilly? And I wasn't even, I wasn't looking up. I was looking down and I just saw this figure walk past and that was Chris Lilly. I looked up and he kind of was walking behind the plants and the coffee machine, couldn't really see. And he popped out the other side. And he was like talking on the phone and he sounded exactly what I thought he would sound like. Yeah. And I was going, holy shit, like that's Chris Lilly. And everyone at work was kind of going, have you seen Chris Lilly? Have you seen Chris Lilly? Like everyone was getting so hyped. Um, No one really went up to talk to him because he was on his phone at the time. But I was kind of thinking like, yes, like I swear everyone in Sydney has seen Chris Lilly out randomly okay. at some point. Yeah, I didn't like, even know he lived in Sydney. Like so many people have a Chris Lilly story. Like, oh yeah, I saw him out. I saw him here, oh, etc. Okay. Yeah, I've right. seen him once before, but I was driving and he was going to the Brockhampton concert at Enmore. Oh, random. It, like a couple of years, very random, very random. But I was like, here he is. And I, ever since I've been young, like I've always been a massive Chris Lilly fan. Mm. And then... And then I really wanted to say hi to him, but I could, but I also had like my actual job to do and he was on the phone and I was kind of like, oh, it's a, it's a bit fanboy just to kind of go up and be like, oh, blah, blah, blah. And then he walked, he exited the venue back around past the bar and then as he's walking past, I was like, okay, this is my one chance. So as he walked past, I was going, I went, did the head nod and the wave and then he went and he did a thumbs up and walked out and I yeah. was like, oh, shit. Oh, my God. Let's, oh, my fucking God. <laughs> Let's go. Like... I'm 23 and I acted like a fucking... A child. A child. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I was actually like, wow, there he is. Yeah. The goat. I would love to run into Kyle Barron. Oh, yes. Or Hamish and Andy. They're probably yeah. what, just those top level, like, just really funny. They seem really genuine guys. Mm. Like, I would love to run into one of those guys. Even Fitzy. Yeah. And Fitzy and Whipper. Yeah. They seem like good blokes. Good blokes, so. yeah. 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 Brushes are lame, hey? I can't believe I didn't say anything about the Chris Lilly story before. That's so funny. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. It's like Adam Goods. Did I tell you about that one? Yeah. You sent me the Snapchat. Yeah. Where it was Adam Goods. Yeah. He like came into my work every day. Yeah. I didn't clock it for like a month. Well, not of him. You just sent his name. Yeah, because he placed an order. Yeah. And then he came in to pick it up. But like I never, I don't know, he just used to come in every day. Yeah. Um, It was really cool though. Sometimes people would recognize him. And like they'd, I remember one one time, like a two mums recognized him, and they had their two daughters, but only the mums knew who he was. And they were like, oh, they were like, they fangirled. So yeah, it was awesome because right they were like fifty, right? So it was just, it was like really cute. Yeah, um, these mums like fanboyed over him, got a photo, and then they like came in to get a coffee, and they were like flustered. Yeah, right. Like, oh my god, I'm so sorry. And I was like, it's all good. That's so um, funny. Which is really like wholesome. Yeah, we had Leighton Hewitt come in. You did. I talk think about I've that said one. that. I've yeah. said that. Lane here. Michael Slater came in the other week. There. Oh, Slats. Yeah, Slats came in. Didn't he? Is he? Didn't he get cancelled for something? I think he had an AVO out for him, but he he came in. Like I'm just saying, people who have come in. I'm not advocating for Slats here. Okay. But like, I don't know the set. Like, I'm not. Okay, I'm just, I'm Speaking of Slats, should we hear the back page? Okay. Yeah. Let's move on. Actually. If you want to like skip rugby league today. 
I'd be happy to do that. Look, I'm not because I have something to say to you. Sucked in. <laughs> Tigers suck. Okay, let me just say this. NRL, round of towel-ups. Highest scoring round of all time, I think. Was it? I, so. I would have thought so. Um, absolute round of towel-ups. Uh, the only two close games was the first game and the second and the last game. Who was the first game? First game, Panthers-Rabbits. Panthers won by four points. Liam Martin crashing over in the final minute of the game. And then... Apologies. And then you had Canberra coming from behind, I think scoring like three or four unanswered tries against Newcastle. Um, Newcastle getting one of five conversions. Cost them. Cost them. It really it, it actually Milford. Oh. So it actually did really cost them. Is the Milf going to the Dolph? I'd say so. I would say so. I think he is actually. Is he confirmed? Yeah, I think he is confirmed to be fair. And I saw um I mean, don't get me wrong, people love to rap people after a good game or whatever. And granted he's playing in like the best system in the world at the moment. But Sean O'Sullivan was getting some pretty high praise from I think he's pretty Sean O'Sullivan's pretty good. Is he a footballer? He's a I think he's a proper footballer. I think he's a quality player. I Obviously thought, he's got to go and he's got arguably other than going to the Tigers to play seven, mm. he's got the hardest task in the comp going up to the Dolphins next year. Well he was at the Warriors for a bit and he played well for them. Yeah. Um and then they passed him on. Penny Panthers picked him up. He's played every time he's played for the Panthers, he hasn't had a bad game yet. Did um He's played well every game. Did Salmon play six on the weekend? He did. How'd he go? Man. Well they won. They What's won, the I guess. Like Falls? Kurt Falls. Kurt Falls. Yeah. They won, I guess, but like I still don't personally see the hype yet. Mm. Not saying he's not a good or bad player, I just don't see what the fuss is. Mm. But I guess we'll see. Time will tell. Time will tell. Um we but other not- than that, oh no. I was go. just gonna say we I drew you I dragged you into that. But I try not to because I have judged players early in their career before, uh, vis-a-vis Nathan Cleary, who I've been wrong about. So I've now stopped. I verbally advocate my, you know, I, I try not to to criticize players while they're like twenty-two. Yeah, because like, look how Nathan Cleary took him till he was twenty-four, and he essentially went from being like a pretty solid top six halfback to like the best half in the comp. Sort of, it seemed overnight, even though it probably wasn't. It would have been, you know, it six years of hard work. He was on the first map. grade. But he, you know, he just, like, mm. now he's the best player, one of the best halves in the comp. Yes. Undoubtedly. No, that's true. But that's why I'm not, I'm reserving my criticism. Exactly. I didn't really say, I just said I'm not believing the hype yet. I don't see what the, exactly. the G up is yet. Yet. He hasn't settled, you know, he's still. Like last week, you asked me about Cooper Johns and Nick Meany. I said, I just think at the moment, Cooper Johns wasn't. Did Munster play fullback in the end? He does. He did play, but Meany was playing six. So him and Munster kind of float. Okay. Um, But yeah, other than those two games though, it was just Point City. um, Like, like the top, like, okay. So the Storm smashed the Broncos, which, you know, I was shocked at the Broncos. You know, they haven't been that good recently. I thought this game home, they might G up a bit for it. No good. Now they could potentially, with a loss to the Eels next week, be on the be on edge for not making the final. They could miss the eight, they could miss the eight potentially. Um, but like Melbourne came out hot, just just rolled them. Then you had the Roosters 
just decimate the Do Tigers. It, before we, and I'm happy to talk about it if you want to talk about it. But before we get into that, is anyone shocked that Melbourne are playing good footy come finals? No. Why? It happens every year. And people were like... Well, it was just... I would, it they was lost just, four games in a row and it's like everyone was like writing them off again. Well, it's, it's just because like, they had... It's not like write them off. I was just... Well, I did write them off a little bit. But I'll just say like I... Without the depth that they've had in previous years and with the current injuries, I was just looking at it going, okay, I... I don't think they win because they've always had that great depth and I just think that without it, and all the teams can challenge them harder. And I think without those players, mm. they're not going to do as well as they have previous. And same as the Roosters, you know, shock horror. They're coming good at the right time of the year. But they, they've had a sucker in – like they, they were due mm. for an in, like a relatively injury-free year mm. because to be fair, last three seasons yeah. has been – like shockingly bad. For yeah, them. yeah, yeah, for sure. Like, but I just mean like they, seasons. the Roosters, sort of this year, they'd came good, but they'd been struggling the entire year to sort of get their combinations right. People had been sort of talking about Joey Manu, mm. questioning whether the space for all of them is Kiri the long term option. Yes, and you know, lo and behold, they've clicked in the gear. They've clicked in the gear. Well, we always said it like the first, the the NRL preview season. I said Roosters would be premiers this year. I thought they could win. And then cut like halfway through the year, I was saying, I still think they could, but I think they need to get those combos right. And I was saying, do you drop Kiri if he's not not working? Because like him and Walker are doing the same thing. Mm. Blah blah blah. Obviously, they've now figured it out, so they've come good. Faith restored, and they are like they are the form team of the competition right now. Yeah, I think more than Melbourne, more than Penrith, more than the Cowboys even. Yeah, because they beat the Cowboys. The, the Cowboys got pumped in there last week or two weeks ago. They they smashed them, it was a, they, but they were due for a loss, admittedly. But like, if I was versus, if I was in the finals, I was any team right now. The Roosters is the team I would not want to be versing. And I th- did s- have South. Did South get humbled again? Did they? They, beat, they lost to Penrith. Did they lose the week before too? No. Or no, that was the week before that against Who the did Sharks. They, okay, by a point. Yeah, because everyone was getting on the Rabbitohs a little bit. I still don't think the Rabbitohs are where the Roosters and all that are. No. Um. Regardless of the ladder, I think yeah. you can kind of put that aside for the time being. Well, what it's looking like the ladder at the moment is that the rabbits and the roosters will probably potentially play off for a home final and then verse each other two weeks in a row. Like play that round 25 oh, okay. at the new stadium and then play the first week of finals versing each other. So who's going to be – it'll be Penrith, Cowboys, Sharks, Sharks Melbourne – Who's fifth? It's um, the Eels right now. Ah, Eels, Rabbits, Roosters, Broncos. Broncos slash Canberra pending. Yeah, results. pending. Um, in the other games though, this weekend you had Manly get smashed. Final home game of the year. Kieran Foran's final game. The boys didn't get up again. That Pride saga has absolutely. Torn, torn that team to shreds. I think, yeah, like we said last week, Manly were kind of playing above their weight all year, so it kind of just sort of unfolded for them yeah, at the, the tail end. The straw that broke the camel's back, but they were, they were just. Did poor. you see? Did you see Billy Slater does a breakdown on NRL and Nine on YouTube every week? No. And he broke down the way Nico Hines was playing. No. Basically saying that 
Matt Moylan. And these are things that you almost don't recognize as like a casual fan, right? Like Matt Moylan was playing first receiver. Yeah, he part leaves it to Nico. And then Nico comes around the back almost like a fullback mm. slash six. They always play that on the right side. Mm. Yeah. And then Nico's sort of afforded like a little bit more space, a little bit more time. And like that gives him the time to make you know, a decision and like use his skill. Yeah. To they always the Sharks love that wraparound play. You see them all the time. They do it a lot with William Kennedy, but he's mm. not been playing recently. They'll do they play that right side and William Kennedy comes from kind of at the back, kind of standing behind mm. the play the ball at the like quite a few meters behind. Yep. And then as the play sets in motion, you see usually what happens is the second row is like the dummy is the decoy, he's right behind the second rower and then they've got Ramian and then they've got Sione Katoa. And yeah. then I think at the moment it's Lachlan Miller. Ikevali. Or Ikevali, sorry. So that is a that play on that right side is a, is a like the Sharks do that a lot. Do it so well. Too. I, yeah, they do it really well and they do it they do it a couple times every game. And you know what? It works. They score a lot of tries off yeah. it. I, I think um, – there's oh always God, someone scores off like yeah. at some point during the game it's they use different variations of the same play like pl- like different sure. players scoring and slightly different timings but i mean it works yeah and i think um that's sort of just to also touch base with my you know preseason prediction of saying like Nico's not a 7 obviously i was wrong about that he's, he's right. played 7 all year he was right but yeah you were right by him yeah but like I think in in the way that the Sharks are playing is kind of like a reflection of like what I was saying because it's like Nico, even though he is playing seven and he's locked down that seven spot and he is the dominant half, he's almost playing like – he's not playing like a traditional yeah, seven. He's sort of like – he's playing like no one really plays like Nico at halfback. You know what I no. mean? He's kind of the only one that that does that, which is interesting, I think. Has that kind of bows in, bows in the repertoire. Kind of thing, like gets on both sides of the ruck, passes the ball around, floats awesome. around a lot. It's it incredibly is awesome. dangerous. And like, I don't know how you defend that. No. Because you're like, is Nico getting the ball at first receiver or second receiver? Mm. And you're expecting him to touch the ball first. To be fair though, like Cleary gets on the ball a lot as well. And so does DCE on both sides. But I'd say DCE maybe not as much as both sided as Cleary and Hines. Absolutely. I'm just saying, I'm not just saying that, that particular play in general. I'm just saying the way Nico goes about his game mm. in general would be considered unorthodox for a yeah. seven. He's everywhere. He's everywhere. He's not. Tra- yeah, he's not traditional. I know yeah. what you're saying. He's, he, he's still, for me, uh, he plays like a dominant 5'8", more like Cam Munster, where mm. he's like a bit all over the place. Yeah. Um, which, mate, it's working. I'm yeah, not criticising him at all. I'm just just making a general and observation. Like, what a, and like the Sharks, like buying him, like you're buying three and one players. Like that, he can cover fullback if you need play 5'8". Like there's so many, there's so many strings to Nico Hines' bow. That, like, makes him such a quality signing. He's by the year for me, yeah. undoubtedly. And they got him on not that much, I think. I think he's on, like, 600 yeah, or something. Yeah, 100%. He? He's, yeah. Good to, like, um, Adam Reynolds turned the Broncos around, but Nico Hines, like, he's turned the Sharks around. He's made them into premiership contenders. And he's, like, 25 yeah, or something. he's still young. Like, he's, he's the Sharks of, they've got a five-year sort of window as long as he's there. Yeah. No, and he'll have um, but yeah, round of towel ups. I don't. I feel like we don't need to get into any more because the other game's probably not as notable. Um, but yeah, Tigers got absolutely mick pumped. Just say that again. <laughs> Dragons are obviously the best team. In what the do comp. you think about the Tigers at the moment? 
I no, reckon, not at the you moment. Know what, what do you think about? You know what? I was thinking about this. The ladder as it stands right now is actually a very fair representation of every team's season and where they should actually be. Yep. If you look at the ladder what it is right now, right, I think it is bang on. It's pretty much bang on. The only team that I think should be maybe higher and should be lower, I would even say I reckon the Titans should have had one or two more wins this year or a couple more because they've actually – I don't think the Titans have been as bad as like it looks. They've, and the Knights, I think, have been much worse than what they've shown, but they've still managed to scrap games together. Well, the Tigers are just making – are just showing the Knights up in how bad they are. Yeah. But I feel like the only – literally the only spot I feel like could be disputed is like the bottom. Like should it be the Knights or the Tigers there at the moment? Yeah. It's by the pie. But I the, think that game they beat us in two weeks ago, we'll decide it now. Yeah. The good thing is in the shine, like in a weird way, it's like – and I'm not trying to turn this into a positive, but like the Tigers like need to get the spoon. They've been due. They need to get it. It's like, um, it just needs to be like the line in the sand. Cause we've just dodged it for so many years. Yeah, and man. I think just like this line in the sand of like, all right, we finished last and now we go into the new year. We've got two. Mm. It looks like Papali is coming. Yeah. That noise is quietened down. I think he came out and said that, that he's coming. Um, so we've got two quality signings. Our centre of excellence opened the other day. I don't know if you saw yeah, that. Saw so that. we've now gone from having the worst facilities in the NRL to the best. Yeah. Um, and we've got, you know, a new coach, new coach in a sense. Systems, yeah. Uh, new systems coming in next year, which is like, you know, after that loss, they're talking about Adam Dewey going to the market. It's like, are you guys for real? Yeah. He's by far and away our best player. Yeah, he can't tackle, but like, he he'll figure else. it out. He's 23. Yeah. Like, seriously. Have you seen, like, the footage of the Tigers players in the shed and Brett Kamali just sitting there and, like, no one's saying a word. They're just all just, like, looking around and, like, all, like, dead-eyed, ex- dead eyed, no. just nothing. Just, like, we just got smashed. I haven't looked at anything. I saw that and I was like... Was it a video? Or just yeah, it was a video. I was like, that looks like a grim group of blokes. It's kind of... You feel a bit bad for Brett Kamali. I felt bad. Well, like, what's Brett Kamali going to do? That's no, exactly. Like, he's just... He's literally just there to, like, oversee it for the season. He's not there to, like, make a massive impact. No. He's there to, like, have a go. And now it's to this point. He's like, well, what's the point? Yeah. Um, but that's enough rugby leg, I feel like. You got yeah. anything more to add? No. Um, just any other sporting news I've got... England losing the first test against South Africa at home at Lords. Uh, England Bert. <laughs> massive Bert. England batted first, all out for about 160. South Africa made 300 odd, and then England batted again and didn't even make the score with no lead. Yeah. So South Africa won by an innings, which is again massive towel up. Mm. That's huge. Yeah. That's like a that is a proper spanking in cricket. <laughs> Um, What's England looking like at the moment? Well, they've got the new coach, Brendan who's McCullum. Ca- who's, who's captain? Ben Stokes is captain. Joe Root's <laughs> still in the team. But they've got this new approach called Bazball, and it's kind of adapted from – because they've got quite a good ODI and T20 set up England. So they're trying to adapt the strengths of that into their test game. And they kind of – it kind of worked for like a couple tests. Um, I think them versing like – New Zealand and India, um, where they got a couple results from it. Uh, but versing South Africa, where they've got a couple players who are a bit quicker than both those teams as bowlers, mm. um, it just brought them undone. And you know what? I, I was I was loving it. 
um, watching all the England fans. Again, England media, they just make it so fun for everyone else when they just rip to shreds their own team. Yeah. It's, they just yeah. make it too easy. They just make it too easy. Everyone just make fun of them because they do, they do it themselves. Yeah. Um, and then I don't know if anyone watched any EPL from this round. How did United go this week? They're playing in the morning. They're versing Liverpool at 5am. Casemiro looks like it's pretty much done. Yeah, that'll be sick. Um, they probably need another couple of signings to be fair, but... What's Ronnie doing? There was rumours of him going to Dortmund. Is that true? Oh, mate, no, he went. I don't know. Who knows what's going to happen there? I goat. think he's going to have to stay. Goat. The goat. In uh, quotations. Yeah, he's the goat. Um, right. But I don't know if anyone... There's been a couple, quite a few upsets as well, I might add, in the Prem. Um, Leeds beat Chelsea last they night. They pumped Chelsea, dude. Uh, Brighton beat United. Brentford beat United. Um, Fulham tied with Liverpool. Uh, Leeds tied with Liverpool. So there's been quite a few little upsets and there's probably some more I forgot. Um, but yeah, Chelsea got pumped. Uh, and then Newcastle and City, 3-3, mm. played an absolute screamer of a match. Mm. Newcastle went up 3-1 and City came back to draw. Um, the game included a very sexy assist from Kevin De Bruyne, just uh-huh. toey stuff. And Silver's one. Yeah. And then also a extremely horny free kick, Kieran Trippier. Oh. I don't know if you've seen it. Yeah, I saw it. Like crazy free kick. Like, like one of the better ones you've, you've seen it ever. It was similar. Not, it was the same vibe as um, Ronaldinho 2002. You know, he takes that free kick and it goes like, his was further out and further back where it goes like out and like he's on the right side of the field with his right foot. That's Roberto Carlos. No, no, you're not thinking. I'm thinking the other one where he goes, Ronaldinho hits it top left from the right side of the field. Like he goes across the fit key in front of I've the I've not keeper. seen that one. You would have. Yeah. Ronaldinho's got like short hair, you know? Dude. Right. Oh, you maybe show me after. I'll show you. Um, but yeah, same thing. Trippier goes like across the keeper. Of the keeper. Like to go top left, it which was just is harder a, to do. It was just a bullet. Yeah. Um, but yeah, check it out if anyone hasn't. It was an absolute screamer. Yeah. It was insane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, anything else? I think we're just about done here. All right, I think we're done. Um, music this week. We got a song by Marvin Gaye, I Want You. Great track. Check it out. Uh, where, did you, where did your discovery of this song come from? Came from the Defiant Ones, like I was saying last week. It's this song that Dr. Dre mixes in the studio. I couldn't find that version of the song anywhere, but this is the original and it's still a great song. Um, that's all for today. Hope you guys enjoyed. Slightly longer up today. Got carried away. Oops. We've Action. definitely gotten more instantly more comfortable with like not having a time limit. Oh, we're comfortable. Shoes are off in the house. Like you know, at like the first couple of weeks, we were like an hour 20 feels long and like we got to an hour today and we hadn't even... Got any like we just were scratching the surface, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Plenty of dribble for you guys in today's app. Um, maybe I think fair. I think we need to come up with a new segment before conspiracies to replace love and hate. Let's end the episode. Why don't we discuss this off camera? I just want to give them a little. You want to get to a minute 30, that's an hour 30. That's nah, right, we wouldn't have started right on then. Oh, true, but I don't know. I just want to give them a little taste, yeah. Know? I well, think they well, like them knowing what I'm thinking, what we're thinking is also. That's true. I was just genuine. Well, if you're listening and you've been listening for this long, you must enjoy listen. You must enjoy. You must listen to the podcast a lot. So, if you want to hear a certain segment brought back or a new one or something continued, let us know. Reach out. We're here for it. We love it. 
Um, I'm Alexander. I'm Katie. We're the Barfly Podcast. And we'll see you soon. Have a good week.